Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. Enduring love. Hallelujah. Our theme for 2023 is enduring love. Someone say enduring love. Hallelujah. Someone shout enduring love. Enduring love. Hallelujah. Enduring love. So let's write enduring love. Hallelujah. God loves us. The love of God is beyond our understanding. But somehow, somehow, he keeps showing us. God is love. God does not necessarily have love, but God is love. It means that God is the embodiment of love. There cannot be proper description of love without God. Any attempt at describing love without God is trying to mimic or copy the original thing. God is love. He is love himself. 1 John 4 verse 8. It says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. For whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. God is love. God is love. Give me the other translations. Give me NLT says, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. TPT says, okay. Amplify says, he who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not, does not and never know him, for God is love. Give me TPT. God is love. Now what I want to, you see that all the translations, they will just have to come to God is love. Because that's what it is. God is love. Very simple phrase, but very profound. God is love. You need to get that inside of you. God is. God does not possess love. God does not give love in a sense. God is love. Are you with me? Having God means you are having love. Hey. Having God means what? You are having love. God is love. God is love. God is the embodiment of love. The, the full description of love is God. Anyone that does not know does not know God because God is love. There's no other way. The way they, 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 they will try to put it in that way, but it will come to God is love. It's, it's, that's, that's it. So look at your neighbor and tell them about God is love. Amen. Love is the, is the enduring attribute of God's nature. God, love is the enduring attribute of God's nature. Search and comb this entire universe which God puts in place to reveal himself. 
one thing will be constant is God's love. The fact that God is love. You go to Pluto, is there still Pluto? Which one did they remove from there? It's Pluto. So there's no more Pluto. Is that the, the, the it has gone where? Is that what? It has gone where? It is still there, but they don't classify as a planet anymore. Oh, those have been naming things. I've decided not to name it as a planet. <laughs> okay, you, Satan, go to Satan. Is this is Satan, right? Go to Jupiter. Is that Uranus? <laughs> Go to where? Venus. The other one is what? Neptune, yes. Some of you are wondering what I will mention. Are they fruits? They are not fruits. <laughs> <laughs> one thing is constant, God's love. The fact that God is love. It's the most enduring attribute or one of the most enduring attributes of God's nature. Even in hell, God is love. Even in hell. Yeah. Some of you think that when you get to hell, God, that's where God's wickedness is. No. Hell was fashioned out of God's love to bring judgment to sin. Yeah. To bring judgment to wickedness and to sin. That's why God says, don't go there. Hey, are you in the house? Look at your neighbor in the face and tell the person, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nobody can claim to know God without the distinct expressed nature of God's love in their life. As a matter of fact, when you become born again, one, one thing that is so clear and easy to be noticed is the love of God. If the love of God is so in somebody's life, they don't know God. The other day, I was, I was talking about, I don't know what I was talking about, but I was trying to, I, was, I mentioned, I, I was talking about, uh, um, <laughs> I can't remember, but I, I made reference to, you know, the goat, a papon, it's a papon. You know Abapon? Male good. Abapon. It's a improvised. Abapon. Yeah, Abapon. Okay. Abapon, the male good. The male good doesn't decide to smell. It's in its nature. <laughs> if you are describing the male good and you don't add the smell to you don't know the male good. As of when the male goat is in a soup, you will know it's in a soup. The smell is its enduring nature. <laughs> it's enduring attributes that you cannot take away from the male goat. The smell goes with the goat everywhere. Look, everywhere the, the goat, the smell is there. Hey, are you in the house? That's, that's the way God's love is. Oh, that's the way God and 
love is. Once God is there, his love is there. Or love is there. Or the attribute of love is there. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Amen. And I believe that God, God is bringing us to a place to know and appreciate the depth of his love. Because in appreciating the depth of his love, we are getting to know him. Hallelujah. Love is not a weak word. It's not a mushy, mushy, you know. If God is love, then love is strong. Love is powerful because God is not weak. Hey, are you in the house? God is not weak. God is very strong. <laughs> it means that love is really strong. Love is not weak at all. Hey, are you in the house? Shake your neighbor's neck. Some of you, the way your head is going back and forth, you, you, you lose your neck. You lose your neck. <laughs> You might lose your neck. Shake your neck and say, neighbor, you lose your neck. <laughs> the attribute of their nature. God is love. Some of us, when Christianity is mentioned, what comes to your mind is not love. What comes to our mind is not love. It's because we were introduced to our father's religion, but not God. Hallelujah. Yeah. We're introduced to our mother's God, but not God. Not, not, uh, our mother's religion, but not God. Hallelujah. We're introduced to something that looks like it's God, but it's not God. Because, hey, how many of you have seen ants and sweets before? You have to advise ants, counsel them, hold seminars, and says, this is a sweet for you. Or sugar, this, this is sweet. No, ants run towards sugar because they know the sweetness inside. If you knew the depth of God's love, you run towards God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will not run away from God. You run to God. Some of you are here you are, you've been running away from God for so long. The only reason why you get towards God is because you're in trouble. Yeah. Trouble is the reason that we are working to go see God. If only you knew the depth of God's love for you. Hallelujah. If only you knew how much God loves you. God loves you. Tell them God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. Shake your name and say, God loves you. God loves you. When I say shake, person, shake somebody. They need, they, they need, they need that. They need to shake it. Shake them and say, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. God was, loves. God loves. The motivation for God's action has always been by love. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. Everything God has done, God has done out of his love. The objective of his actions has always been that we would experience love. As a matter of fact, the Bible is a story of love. The Bible is a story of what? Yeah. It's a story of love. All because God is love. Let's look at this, some of these scriptures. Psalm 36 verse 7. 
Psalm 36, verse 7. Shall we read what I say? How? I can't hear you. How what? When something is priceless, it means what? It means... (laughs) It means you can't buy. You can't put a tag, of a price tag to it. It means that you don't even have what it sometimes is because we can't even measure its worth. That's why you, you can't measure its worth. And the scripture says, how priceless is your unfailing love. As some of us gives a description of God's love. And it says, God's love is unfailing. It does not fail. God's love does not fail. How priceless is your unfailing love? We all can attest to how our love has failed many times. I mean, there are times where you see the girl, your heart beats multiple times. You think you're about to die. That's why you say, I, I, I'll die for you. <laughs> <laughs> My husky a bit for you. Amen. But we give ourselves one month after camp. All of a sudden, the love has tear your eyes. It's gone. I clear, all of a sudden, the love is gone. Your love is failing. And the reason why our love fails is because our love always has a tag. Our love always has a tag. There is always something about somebody that pulls love out of, out of us. The shape, the height, the way they do things, the way they spoke, how they went about it. Say, ah, I like it. Or yeah, we cannot be. <laughs> because your love has a tag. Our love has a tag. The only person whose love hasn't got a tag is God. Yeah. So his love never fails. Hey. There's nothing you do or you don't do that changes him. He's still love. Cast God in the face, he's still love. So God, I don't worship you, he's still love. It doesn't change him. Hey! Some of you, the way you behave around God, your head, your face, the way you do, I see when you do some of these things, it changes him. It doesn't change God. It's that unchanging God. He's unchanging. His love is consistent. His love is unfailing. His love is consistent. It's, it's constant. It means it, uh, it's just. Hey, look at your neighbor next to you. Say, neighbor, all your hard guy, hard guy, hard guy, it won't change God. Tell the person, it won't change God. Tell the person, it won't change God. God is still love. He said, those is when you're young. It's when you're young where you're, 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 there's, there's a biscuit and then you're doing your tuna and you don't want to eat, but you have a brother who doesn't mind. The biscuit is so sweet. You are doing hard, guy. When you don't want to eat, that brother there, on or fufu or something, they will come in. You know how that thing pains? You, you want to prove a point, but the other guy, no, 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 no. Now what I'm saying is that you do hard guy, hard guy. That's what some of us, we're enjoying his love. Hallelujah. We will enjoy, we will feed on God's love. Shake your neighbor and say, stop that hard guy and receive the love of God for yourself. 
Shake, shake the person. Say, stop that hard guy. Receive God's love. Stop that hard guy. You don't have money to your doing hard guy. You mellow your heart and I receive the love of God into your life. How priceless is your feeling love? How priceless is your feeling love? Someone say, how priceless is your unfailing love? Hey. Say, oh God, people take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Mm. NKJV says what? He said what? <laughs> how precious is your loving kindness, oh God? How precious. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Amplify the words. How precious is your steadfast love. Your steadfast love extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness it reaches to the cloud. Your righteousness is like majestic mountain. You know, like the depths of the sea. Ah. And you come to me, filling my heart with your kindness. You have to look for the song, words of the song. I find my peace in the shadows of your wings. I eat my field. I eat my field from the abundance of your household. And I drink from the streams of rejoicing. He said, when you stop listening to um, Medicare, <laughs> 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 stop listening to Medicare, are you? <laughs> you have space for such beautiful music. It's steadfast love by Domon. Your steadfast love, I think. Hey, how precious is your steadfast love, oh God. The children of men take refuge and put their trust under the shadow of your wings. Steadfast, unmovable. If somebody is steadfast, it means nothing moves it. Look, just think about it. Nothing moves God's love. love, love. Nothing moves it. You see, God is, in, is not insecure. God is not insecure. To be moved by the impulses of your mistakes or... No, God is not insecure. Yeah. Men are insecure. So, even when you have a wife and your wife didn't... When you got out, didn't say, honey, you said, hmm, I don't love a suit here now. Is your love being cut short? Because you are insecure. You see, it's a reflection more of your insecurity. Do you get it? But God is not insecure. It's not, God is secured in himself. As more of a, 
before everything was made, everything was himself, is himself. So God has no lack nor want for anything. God has always been satisfied in himself. Nothing moves God. I, I'm not making some sense. Somebody, young people, are you listening? Yeah. So God is not sitting there and saying, hey, you didn't say good morning. Hey, then this one, yeah, hellfire is waiting for you. Hellfire. Before morning come, come, good morning. The hellfire. But no, that's all God. Because <laughs> some of you, that's the way you see God. I didn't give offering, so God, is all, God doesn't love me anymore. God's love towards me has changed. I'm not praying the way I'm supposed to pray. So God's love has changed for me. Oh, God is so loving towards me. God is loving towards Pastor Rod. God is very loved towards me. No. God's love is consistent. God is changed. Yeah, yeah. Steadfast, steadfast, steadfast. Hallelujah. Amen. And this year, we, are, we need to be reminded and, and stay in the knowledge of God's unfailing love. For God's unfailing love endures the enduring love of God. Hey, look, if you don't get this right, the devil will play with your mind. The devil will play with your mind. Ask him about it. The devil will play with your mind so much that you will go to God and cancel your name from salvation. And says, the way things are going, I think I'm supposed to be on this side of hellfire. Yeah. I mean, when you look at God's word, it said, look, Jesus said that the ones that the Father gives to me is mine to keep and never to lose them. It's mine to, but some of you, you go to Jesus and say, Jesus, I want to go. But in the door, so I want to go. Yeah. Meanwhile, God's love is consistent. God, as for him, is steadfast. He said, once I've said I love you, I love you. That's it. God loves you. God, look, you trust in God's unfailing love. Don't trust in you. Trust in God's unfailing love. Put your hope in God's unfailing love. Hey, I'm not making sense, somebody. Shake your name and say, neighbor, put your hope in God's unfailing love. Put your hope. Some of you, I don't know whether you're seeing visions. Please, I need, I need a sleeping cap. I need it. Some people are seeing visions. So we'll crown you at camp, sleeping king and queen. So when you, dinner time reaches and you are wearing your nice dress, we'll add on to it. <laughs> I think we should do it. You have gone for a nice girl, then he's on a sleeping king. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Are you in the house? Tell me, but God's love is steadfast. God's love is what? Mm. Let's look at Psalm 136, verse 26. What does it say? Oh, what? Oh, let's read it. What does it say? One more time. Only those of you that are here. There are more males here than, fem- than females. So they are sleeping. They need to sit among, among, among the females. <laughs> Give thanks to what? The God of heaven. His words. 
His love was His love was endures forever. Give me another translation. Oh, give thanks to God of heaven for what? His mercies endures forever. Because God's love is God's mercy. Someone say God's mercy. Give me TPT. This TPT is, okay. It says, give thanks to the great God of the heavens, his tender love for us continues forever. His tender love for us. And on and on and on and on it goes. Ah. The lady are singing more than the guys. Stop the Medicaia, Medicaia song. What I say? One thing. Come on. One thing, one thing remains. One thing remains. Everybody sing it. One thing remains. One thing remains. Your love, come on, your love never fails and never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love, your love never fails and never gives. Come on, never runs out. Your love, your love never fails and never gives. Sing it out, sing it out. It never runs out. Your love, your love, your love never fails and never, never runs out. Never runs and on and on and on. And on and on it goes. Ah, come on, come on, come on. And, and satisfies my soul. Come on, and I never ever have to be afraid. To be afraid. One thing. One thing, one thing remains. One thing, one thing. Everybody sing it, guy, guy, do come on, sing it. One thing, one thing remains. Come on, your love, come on, your love. Never gives up, never runs out. Singing your love, your love never fails, never gives, never runs out, never runs. Your love never fails and never gives, never runs out. Your love, your love, your love, it never gives, never runs. 
yourself. That's the steadfast love of God. Come on, it overwhelms. Satisfies me. And I never have to be afraid. And it's we Passionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Psalm 86, verse 15. But you, Lord, are compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Now, one of the first things we have to know about God's love is this. Is that we don't deserve it. It means that there's nothing we can ever do to be able to earn it. There's nothing. There's nothing. You, you, you don't deserve it. Now, you see, human parents, in some form, helps us to see or they blind us when it comes to God. And human parents are the closest instrument that God can use to help us come to the appreciation of who he is as a father. But when you have a bad experience with your, your parents, it can, it can cloud your judgment about God. Sometimes you can have a family setting where the father shows his favor towards one child and then it puts pressure on the other to end that favor. So sometimes we grow up trying to earn our father's affection. And from that, we can bring that to Christianity where we feel like we have to earn God's affection. And some of us, a lot of us carry that mindset because when we come to the things of God, it looks as if some people have giftings, you know, some people, are, you can see them, there's just a small smell of the Holy Ghost over there. 
They, they are obvious, blessed. It looks as if they are blessed. So the rest of us, it looks as if we have to work to earn God's affection. And earn God's, um, how do you call it, love. But if you can earn God's love, then it is not that priceless. It means that God is subject to our manipulation. But God's love is subject to no man's manipulation. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Nobody can end God's love. Tell anybody you can't end God's love. Hallelujah. And that is what makes God's love that great. When we talk about the love of God, that's what makes it great because you cannot end it. You can't end it. You can't do anything to end it. <laughs> hey, give yourself to the flames. You can't end it. Give yourself to people. You can't earn it. Hallelujah. You can't end. Nobody can end God's love. You go to some people, some religion is, 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 um, is held up by the efforts of men. Becoming more holy. Mm. And all they want to do is to attain. Yeah. They want to get there. I won't eat this. I won't do this. I won't even look at the lady's eye. They are trying to earn it. Tell everybody, God's love, you can't earn it. Tell the person, my bossu, bossu, we can't work for it. We can't work for it. Oh, shake your neighbor. Hey, somebody's asleep already. Hey. Madam, she's not feeling well. Oh, that's a dog, dog, dog. Dog, have you attended to you? Come on. All right. Okay. Tell anybody, you can't end God's love. 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 Tell anybody, you can't end God's love. <laughs> John 15, 13. Let's look at what great love looks like. Tell me, read on. What does it say? John 15, 13. Hey, yeah. Hey, did you did you read or what did you do? Shall we go one, two, three? Go. What does it? Greater love as no one. Uh huh. To lay down his life for his friends. Hey, greater love. Someone said greater love. Somebody shout, greater love. Greater love is that a man will lay down his life. Yeah. And truth be told, all the times we tell people we lay down our lives, so we don't mean it. There are phrases. There are phrases. They make the sentence nice. It's, and it makes you look like a hero. But truth be told, we won't die for anybody. 
Yeah. Okay. If you want me to, if I say I'll die for you, I'm happy. You're happy that I'll die for you. Why not you live your life in such a way that nobody will die? <laughs> is, that, is that why? <laughs> That's the wisdom we will come to. Why not we live our lives in such a way that nobody will die? Take care of yourself. I also take care of myself so that we can enjoy this love. Nobody willingly just goes to die for somebody. As well, when they come and say somebody, something, something, I have to die for say, ah, now you, you have sense. Why did you do that? Nobody just jumps in in front of a, shoot, a gun and says, oh, we are taking for you. No, no, no. Honey, I'll wait for you. I, I, I'll meet you after, after. Somebody has to take care of the kids. I think I volunteer to take care of the kids. <laughs> I'll sacrifice to take care of the kids. You die ahead of me so that. <laughs> Most men, when they say, I love you, they come to the altar. They come, they say things they don't know. When they marry, then they want to know what they have said. <laughs> Every day they wake up and say, but Mikasa, you know, one, one party will say, I thought you said you love me. He said, me see me love you, but it doesn't mean you have to do this. They are now waking up to the love they said. They're always reminding them, I thought you said, I thought you said, I thought you said. Married people are in the house. Hey. Honey, I thought you said you love me. He said, I love you, but... Beds. Are you in the house? Yeah. But greater love has no man. Jesus. Greater love. Tell me about greater love. So sometimes when your wife pushes your wall, say, honey, there's a greater love we are all looking to. <laughs> Don't let me come and die in Jesus' place. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, I'm not saying I'm going to be your Jesus. Yeah, some of you are going to promise yourself, I'll be your Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Go and be Jesus to women. Go and be Jesus to <laughs> Shake your neighbor next to your tell your neighbor, Jesus has that greater love. Jesus has that greater love. Oh, shake your neighbor and say, Jesus has that greater love. He has already expressed that greater love. And what did he do? He laid down his life. He laid down. Now, somebody put this way and help me to understand the depth of the sacrifice of God. Listen. Look. Rarely would anybody die for anybody. But even if we are going to die for somebody, one thing we will never do is that we will not give our son for anybody. Pastor, I mean, you may love and appreciate Elton very well. So Elton is doing good. I look at Elton, <laughs> you want to cry, and all that Elton is doing, they say, oh, Elton must not die, Elton must be replaced, something. But you will never take your son and give it in place of Elton. Nobody will do that. But that's the extent to which God did. God gave his son, and the son, the only one, as well as the best one, as well as is better than you. The, the proper person, you know, every home, you know that proper person, they come and you give that proper one and say they should take it away. Who does that? Only God did. Why? Because God wants to show us the extent of the greatness of His love. Come on, let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Amen.
So God has expressed that love. Greater love has no man for a man to lay down his life for his friends. Hallelujah. Tell the person, God has laid down his life for you. Tell the person, tell the person. Shake the person next to you. God has laid down his life. God has laid down what? His life for you. Amen. Tell the one next to you, somebody has already died for you. Somebody has already done what? Died for you. It's already died for you. It's already died for you. It's not about to die for you. It's not planning to come and die for you. Somebody said this. He said, look, if God, needed, if God has sent a committee to come and save the world, by this time they are so planning on how to save the world. If God has sent a committee, by this time, you know by this time their preoccupation, how do we save the world at a less cost? <laughs> how do we save the world without blood being shed? Budgets, budget cuts. By this time, they're still planning how they can save the world. But God just went into his best and gave it to you. Now, let me show you something. God is not mindless, one that acts impulsely. God did not act impulsely. God knew what he was doing. As a matter of fact, God knew what he was trading. He knew perfectly what he was trading. And God knew that his son was the best. But why did God do so? Because God always wanted to have the chance of gaining you. God always wanted to have the chance, that possibility of gaining you. That's why he gave his best. Mm. Hallelujah. That's why God gave his best. Are my people alive? <laughs> the bar is wild. Kamina <laughs> is alive. Mm-hmm. Amen. The possibility. That's all. God wanted the door. And Jesus was that door. Of Possibly gaining you. This morning, I can't close the section without going to this path. See, even though God has given his best, God hasn't gained the entire world. God has given his best, but he hasn't gained the entire world. Why? Because God knows that for love to be love, there must be choice on the other side. Other than that, it's not love. Some of you, okay, the crown is ready. Some of you, you want to love people, but you don't want them to have a choice. Me see me though, I say I love you. <laughs> yeah. And because I love you, the person should have no choice. Hey, are you now? For love to be loved, there must be choice on the other side. Other than that, it's robots. Robot manipulation. 
Hallelujah. Some of you, you say you love people, but you're manipulating them. Yeah. You're manipulating them into accepting you. I tell you, when you go to a relationship with them, you have to keep them by your manipulations. You have to keep them by your manipulation. Some of the things that you buy them, excessive things you are doing, all those things are manipulations. Mm. Yeah. And once you gain them, you have to keep buying them, taking them, your love is gone. Hey, are you in the house? Uh-huh. Tell me about, let her, allow her to be free. Allow her to be free. Shake, shake, shake the person. Shake the one and say, allow her to be free. Let her be free. Oh, shake the person and say, let her be free. Let her be free. Tell the lady, lady, please, let him be free. Let him be free. Your love is not supposed to be a shackle and a bondage. Hallelujah. It's not supposed to be a shackle and a bondage. I said, I love you. Don't, I didn't know you. I love you. I said, I didn't know. Hey, is it by force? Is love by force? <laughs> I think two days today, we went to play uh, football then nights. And I was going to pick up the boys. My boys that were left. I was going to pick them up. At the junction, you see this guy who's worrying this girl. The girl says, Jamin, says, still. Hey. False love, false love. I mean, I noticed when I was about to, and then the boys came, and even Jaya saw it. So Jaya even said, oh, Pastor, is he not harassing the guy? I said, Oh, don't say. <laughs> so he even asked me to slow down so that he hit, and he told the, the guy, The girl says, No, leave the girl alone. Leave her alone. Don't keep a relationship through manipulation. It doesn't work. It does not work. From beginning, it may give you an advantage, but very soon you see that it doesn't work. You run out of resource. You can't keep it. You can't keep it. Somebody, free advice, somebody shared, they said, look, they said, they said when you are dating women, you are dating. Well, this one is for the gentleman. Be careful where you start from. Your foundation. Your first date can be ski. Your third date, you better be going to the moon. Let me show you. Where did God start? Look at what God said. He said, if I've given, my, I've given you my son, what can't I give you? The son was the beginning. Ah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you have to be careful where you're starting from. You may have the million dollars. Don't start with million showers. Don't start. Some of these things, listen. They, they are on the borderline of manipulation. Don't do that. You think, oh, you have to say, no, don't do that. 
Don't manipulate the person. Give the person a chance to grow into what that love should look like. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is God, after giving his son, has been courting us all this while. Some of you, God started calling you when you were a baby. Yeah. He's been trying to get your attention like a lover all over, trying to get you. If God wanted to manipulate you and to, look, the minute you, are, you start knowing right and wrong, you see all fire every day. If I were God, that's how I say, I'll give you a fire, I'll see you burning inside, you are screaming, I'll show you, you are screaming every day. Wow, sorry, I don't know if there. Oh, yeah. But it's also, it's also, this morning, look, you have to make an intelligent decision. You see, responding to love is an intelligent decision. It's not just emotional. Yeah. Hey, ladies, when you are responding to love, it's intelligence. There's intelligence in your emotion. If your emotions don't have intelligence, very soon you will quit. Because emotion without intelligence, you are going nowhere. Are you me? That was intelligence. Make an intelligent decision. In other words, make an informed decision. Make an informed decision. And this morning, you have to make an informed decision. Am I going to respond to love? God does not just possess. It means he will run out of it. Would you go and go into an agreement with somebody who has gone to sub, has a subcontract or sublet? You see, the one who has a real deal is there, but has given the contract to somebody. Or somebody has gone for a small portion of the contract, and you want to go into the deal with the person who was, who was, who was taken from somebody else. You see, when you go to a man, he's taken from God. Yeah. When you go to a woman, she's taken from God. But go to God. Hey, go to who? He yeah. never ran out. So make an informed decision. That's why I love the Lord. I love the Lord because I need love. I need love. I need the benefit of love. God is good. God can be relied upon. Look, sometimes I always ask, how do people live without the knowledge of God? You see, when I think about God, then my hope, hope, I have hope. Hope of tomorrow. Oh. Sometimes life has its issues and challenges and sometimes you're about to think about it. Then I think about it. Ah, if what God says about himself is true, then why am I worrying? Hey. That's, how, that's why when I go to funerals, I go and look at the dead body. And I go, I go and look at the dead body. Hmm. Oh, I always, I always like to go and look at dead bodies. So you're afraid? No, I like to look at dead bodies. Because you know why? Jesus is the only one who has bridged life and death. He went and came back and said, it's good, it's good. <laughs> That's what Jesus did. He resurrected and said, it's good. Now I have it. Now all those who love me, Ah, 
and those who I love. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Are you in the house? Why not you pick that benefit and you go roaming around on those who have, those who are working with small water, small water. No, no, no. Go to the sea. Go to the sea. Oh, my God. The sea is there. You are saying water tank. The sea is there. You are saying water tank. Who can tell the end of it? You can't tell the end of a sea. I'm not making some sense somebody. Look at anyone next to you and tell anybody there's a supply of love for you this morning. There's a supply of love. Oh, shake the one next to you and say there's a supply of God's love. Tell the person, abandon supply of God's love. Abandon. Shake another person and say, abandon supply. Abandon supply. Of what? Hmm. In the beginning, when Adam sinned, did God go far? God drew close. When Adam sinned, God would have said, hey, what an abomination. No, God drew close. God knew I disobeyed him, but God was looking for him. Some of you, the disobedience you have done to God, but he's looking for you. God is looking for you this morning. God is looking for you. Tell everyone next to you, God is looking for you this morning. Oh, shake the one and say, God is looking for you. You are the one the Lord is looking for. Amen. He knows. Listen, I tell you that God is not unintelligent. God is intelligent. God knows everything. All the information, he has it. I had this, uh, this security people from America. They came to CY some time ago. And I was talking to one of them. He said, oh, before we came, we have information about Ghana. I said, Ghana, we have all. So we know, we know our minds, we know. When he says somebody is, 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 is informed, that's what we are talking about. They have all the information, yet they choose to draw close. God knows your weakness. God is never going to be surprised by what you're about to do to next week. God is not sitting there and say, So is that way, the way Brian is? Call Angel Michael. Angel Michael, come and sit down here. This boy that we have saved, <laughs> Asuma. God is never surprised. He's drawing close to you today. Hallelujah. God is what? Drawing close. God is drawing close to you. Amen. 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 Tell me, God is drawing close to you. Romans 5, 8 to 7 says what? For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even endure to die. But God demonstrated his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners. <laughs> sinners. While we're without strength, the translation put it. While we couldn't save ourselves, that's when God died. It means that, here's what they put it. It means that God did not wait to count our effort into anything. Yeah. He didn't wait to count our effort into it. While we were still in sin, he did it for us. Me, I don't lie to you. 
in my house, in training my boys, I want effort. I want effort. So you got to do something. But God did not wait for men to make any effort. He just died for us. Hallelujah. On one side, if you look at God's love, you think as if God's love spoils people. Right? Yeah. Because grandparents like doing that. When you're about to beat the child for something, they say, but you, you did that, so. So you should, you should, let, the, you should let the children have their free, their free, you know. But God's love is not actually to spoil us. God's love never spoils anybody. Mm. Hallelujah. God's love will not spoil you. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, this morning there has to be a whosoever. Amen. I'm leading to that place. Where is my, my ministerial You have run away for too long. It's time to say yes to Jesus. Say yes to love. The kind of love that is priceless, that is precious, and it endures forever. Say yes to Jesus. Tell me, say yes to Jesus. Somebody say, ah, but are we all not saved? It's not, it's not everybody that is saved. As I gathered here, it's not everybody that is saved. I remember yesterday when I was preaching, I said, don't pretend to have received it when you have not received it. Don't pretend to be a child of God when you are the son of the devil. If you have not accepted Jesus, you are the son of the devil. Hallelujah. But there's an opportunity tonight. Hey. This morning. Tell me there's an opportunity for you. Those of you online, there's an opportunity for you. Amen. This year, one of the reasons why I believe God is leading us to talk about this love because God wants us to give many people an opportunity to receive him. Amen. Our friends must receive the Lord Jesus. The love of God. Our colleagues must receive what? The love of God. Amen. They must receive God's love. I may mention that love is not love without a choice, right? So now is the time for your choosing. Will you choose God's love? Or you choose the outer darkness? Now let me show you something, guys. A man can tell you as a woman, if you don't love me, nobody will love you. I'm made for you. I'm, without me, nobody will marry you. Sometimes when they say that, tell them, it's Adrian Tre. I've said it well. 
It is speaking your mind. You too, you have freedom of speech. <laughs> Why? Because the man has not, hasn't got that control. He, has not, he hasn't got that control. But when God says, without me, it's outer darkness, it's not a ginger. Truly, it's the truth. Without, outside of him, it is, there's nothing out there. So what am I saying? God is not threatening you when he says, outside of his love is darkness and emptiness. He's telling you the truth. It's love. So this morning, those of you that have not said yes to Jesus, you don't say yes to his love, out there is misery, is emptiness, is hopelessness. Some of you, your life is like you are just going round and round and round and round and confused. All you have to do is accept the love of God. Accept the love of God. Light, you put it off, it's darkness. Light, you put it off, it's darkness. God's love is like light. Once that light is not there, all that fills the place is emptiness. It's darkness. There's no hope for a generation without the knowledge of God's love. Right there. There's no hope for a generation without the knowledge of God's love. Prostitution. Pornography. Gambling. Gambling, they are all a sign of life being lived outside of the love of God. So we that gamble. Hey. Gambling is a way of life. It's a sign of somebody without a purpose. Because you believe your life is on a bet by chance. But the Bible makes me understand that I was formed by God's love. That's I don't bet. I don't bet. There's a bit betting. Betting here and there. You don't know the depth of God's love. This one, you have to surrender to God's love. I'm telling you, you have to surrender to some of you, even Christianity, you have been it's your effort. It's your effort. It's your effort. Surrender to the love of God. The feeling love of God. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah, let God's love fill that heart of yours. When you watch the news, you listen to the news and our world, ah, you realize that this world is really running out of the love of God. So much human effort. I am gay. We can be gay. Are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? <laughs> Those of you have watched the video, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> the guy says, Why are you? Hey, the love of God. 
Somebody say the love of God. Outside of God is emptiness. It's brokenness. I was watching a Korean series. It's not, it's not what you have been watching. This years ago, something I think the Phoenix. And the man was saying a certain proverb was giving an insight. He said something. He said, look. He said the dog and the and the, the one in the wilderness, what is it called? Wolf. Yeah. He says they have the similar nature. But it says one is home. He said, because the dog has a humble attitude. The dog allows it to be pet and to be fed, to be comforted. You see, when a dog sees the master coming out of love, the dog is humble. So it always has a comfortable place. But the wolf is too proud. It's too wild. So you say, where is the wolf? Out there. In the wild. The weather beats it. I watched, I watched a, series, a series of wolf. I was even almost crying. Look, you can walk at much and it can do some emotional things on you. Eh? I was almost crying. The life of a wolf, one that is not humble to accept love, you have to brace the weather. Even though the dog is at home, receiving comfort, blankets. Ah. <laughs> Some dogs are there, they, they even carry them. They have legs, but they are carried. Who knows? <laughs> He said, Bruno, come here. Then Bruno jump and come and say, uh-huh. Shake your neck and say, be a Bruno this morning. Be a Bruno this morning. <laughs> Shake your neck and say, be a Bruno. Don't be a wolf. Don't be a wolf. Come this side. Some of you are behaving like wolves. Wolves. Do <laughs> know you have your own opinion. That's why your life is dry. That's why you are betting. That's why you are doing because you are not humble enough to receive the love of God for your life. Yeah. Check gay life. It's empty. It's a life of a wolf. You see them, they decorate. Now the world, those are rebellious. They are decorating themselves. They just want attention. They are drinking everything. They are doing everything. They are defining themselves. They are defining themselves. See, the reason why I don't need, I told somebody once, I said, somebody goes, oh, what if I get a tattoo? Okay, tattoo. Why? There's a lack of attention you're looking for. There's a certain appreciation of yourself you haven't arrived at. You're still working for it. See, I don't need a tattoo because I'm loved by God. I only hope you understand me. You see, when you are loved, you are loved. 
And when you know you are loved, it makes all the difference. Because I don't need any extra thing for... Because the most important person in the universe is God. And he loves me and his love is consistent. And he has nothing to do with my effort. Hey! Look, the solution to your turmoil and the world's problem is understanding and appreciating God's love for you. I'm telling, I wish you get it. You see, the message I bring, it looks very simple. It doesn't look like the seven steps to the, to the you know, they say, oh, wait, they're near deep. I'm telling you, this is the deepest. Look, the furthest you can go in spiritual search, the deepest you can arrive at is love. If you have something beyond love, that's a lie. It's love. Tell me about love. Shake your and say, love, 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 love. Amen. So what am I saying this morning? Wolves come home. Wolves come home. Ask yourself, are you a wolf? Come home. Are you a wolf? Come and be a brutal. <laughs> Look at the one that says, are you a wolf? Come home and come and be a Bruno. Come and be a Bruno. Tell them, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. And receive God's love. Receive words. Receive words. Receive words. God's love. And we're going to receive God's love this morning. Amen. He loves us. Oh, how he loves. Thank you for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms. The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at ConnectCYI. And Facebook is Christ for Youth International.